From the West Coast to the coast of the Great Mississippi. Wait, rivers have oh, coasts? Oh, fuck. I have to... <laughs> Why not Lake Itasca? Let's huh? go Lake Itasca. Okay. To the uh, to the coast of Lake Itasca. This is the Coast to Coast NBA podcast. I'm Chalenga. And I'm Dylan. Hey, Dylan. What up? What up? We are off to a ripping start, as always. This is amazing. Pretty excited about it. I uh, didn't make any mistakes. <laughs> it was very perfect. Speaking of perfect, right now... The world is perfecting a thing that we like to call robotics, artificial intelligence. What's the next move in the NBA? Where are we going, Chalanga? We are going straight to the future. Future, future, So to talk about NBA tech, we have brought in leading NBA scientist, uh, Dr. Chet Newcomb, known for uh, his work on the Gorgie One Shoe. And all the technology involved in that, including... Chief engineer. Chief engineer, true. Uh, including the moon bounce technology, the hearing boost, the salt licks in the heels for speed. That was pretty cool. That was, yeah, the salt licks in the heels, actually. There's a whole story behind that one. But I don't want to waste show time talking too much about that. Right. Well, Please welcome. waste our time check. That's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah, solid intro, guys. Thank you for that. Yeah. Welcome to the pod. We're really happy to have you. We've got a few questions to ask you. Dylan, do you want to get us rolling? Dr. Newcomb, if mm. I will. Call me Chet. I just wanted to start this out. Oh, Chet. So, yeah. Thank you Dr. so much. Newcomb is my father. There is nothing that I like more than having an informal relationship with my colleagues here. <laughs> Ch- Chet, we're worried about a couple of these players in the NBA. Sure, sure. They are so great, but there is just one thing about them that we'd like to change. What's that? And we think that with the help of you and your brilliant mind and robotic technology, it might be possible to cure these players' ailments. All right, cool. I'm excited. Some people know this man as the man who dated Kylie Jenner, but we know him as the one and only Australian Stallion... Benjamin Simmons. Do Chet, people call him the Australian Stallion? I call him the Australian Stallion. That's pretty cool. So I have these friends. They call themselves the Bang Bros. It's kind of a weird name. But one of them was scouting him from the time he was like five years old. He just kept like binoculars right on the house. And he was just scouting this man's basketball ability from an extremely young age. Okay. That's um, very illegal. What? I, he's just an amazing scout. He's just that dedicated as okay, a scout. Okay. So what's what's his problem? What's what's Ben Simmons need to improve? He needs to improve his three point shot. Hmm. Okay. He made his first three pointer in a preseason game this season, and everyone thought, actually, specifically, Chilanga thought that Ben Simmons was going to make like fifty threes this year. He hasn't. He's he's made zero. I don't know if he's shot any yet. Zero threes. That seems like how often do people get zero threes? Uh, in today's Very NBA, that rarely. is not that is not common. Especially if you're the point guard. Threes is like the thing right now, right? Yes, yep. especially yep. for Ben Simmons, he is a point guard. He handles the ball, and generally, if you're handling the ball, you need to be able to shoot some threes. Okay, got it, got it. Chalanga, Chet, Chet knows this. He is a basketball expert. He is a basketball technology expert. Of course, he yeah. So I, I appreciate the explanation for our viewers. That's that's very 
very useful for people listening in for the mm-hmm. first time. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't assume everyone Absolutely. has the level of expertise that we do. So what's what's his main issue then? What what is his problem? Is it a lack of power? Is it lack of precision? Is it repeatability? I think it's all of it. Okay. If I had to say so myself, uh, as Chilenga was saying before, I believe this player. Maybe this was before the podcast. This player possibly shoots with the wrong hand. He is left-handed in real life, but he's shooting. Wait, or is he right-handed in real life? What's going on? Chilenga? So he does. <laughs> he doesn't know which hand is his dominant hand. He is very confused, as we are. <laughs> Is he, he's shooting with his left hand, but he's right-handed? I think that is correct. Okay. So it sounds like what he needs then is basketball practice, probably, would help him with that, more so than technology. Well, we were hoping that you would develop some sort of technology to be able to make him be more consistent okay. with his three Well, maybe points. we could give him That's a set want. of, of um, gloves with an L and an R stitched on the back of them. So when he's wearing them, he can tell which hand is his right hand, and he knows to shoot with that one because that's his dominant hand. That's an easy solution wow. for this problem. Dr. Chet, wow. that's brilliant. <laughs> that's something that we never thought of. That is the most brilliant basketball robotic technology that I've ever heard. You know, one of the main rules in, in engineering is keep it simple. So, I'm calling up Elton Kiss, Brand right will. now with that idea. All right. Uh, the next question we have is about uh, the the king, King James, LeBron James. Uh, as you know, he is now thirty five. Correct, Dylan. He is turning thirty five this December. He's turning thirty five this December. He is reaching an age where his body might start to break down, and he won't be able to perform at the same level that that he. Uh, previously has now he's doing a lot of things he sleeps in like a cryo chamber or something like that and he really controls what he puts in his body um he's constantly getting soft tissue work done like massaging and and making sure that he's taking care of his body but we're wondering if you have any he hasn't orgasmed since the birth of his children he's using that no fat power that's right. And so we're wondering if there's any technology that you have, uh, some cutting-edge technology that could reverse the effects of aging or perhaps stop the effects of aging. Well, okay. So the way I understand it, a lot of aging is actually due to like genetic degradation. There's a name of a gene code, I guess you would say, that I think it's the Clotho gene. I'll have to, do, I'll have to check that out later. But basically every time your DNA duplicates or replicates, that chain gets a little bit shorter. And if you can extend it, that, theoretically, it would is extend this the your t- lifespan. Telomerase? What was that? Uh, the t- uh, the telomeras or telomerase? Telomerase. I think that's a specific. Telomerase? Perhaps I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I do know that with recent developments in CRISPR, you could potentially edit that that uh, specific code throughout your body and extend your lifespan. So, are you suggesting that LeBron James edits his DNA to adjust his? Uh, yeah, probably. Probably. I think that would be a good idea. This is breathtaking. <laughs> Dr. Chet. We'll have to link some, some papers to the end of this. Can we, can we include a maybe bibliography for people to do their own research on? on oh, yeah. Editing? We have a blog. Okay. We great. have a blog for that that Chilanga never updates. Well, p- give your pitch for it now. What's the, what's the address? Coastacoast.podient.co, right? Yes. You can see some, some very old documents. <laughs> And nothing current. And new research on CRISPR. All right, You'll d- see that Chilenga was supposed to update a lot of things that he did not. Uh, there's still time. Dylan, what's our next I'm question excited for, for this, though. Dr. Chet Newcomb? Well, I wanted to stay with LeBron just a little bit longer. Oh, for sure. 
So are you saying that this technology right now, that he can stop his gene degradation, that is something that you can do at your labs down in the Bahamas, which is where you're located out of, by well, the way. Well, we've been starting to research with it, um, mostly on mice. The longest mouse that we have alive right now is about 35 years old, which we think is pretty impressive. Wow. Um, that, that, that's, that's, that's been going on me. since, since that's before as old I was as LeBron there. James. But that's mostly just um, exercise. We just walk him daily. There's a lot to be said for regular low-intensity low exercise. Tech, low intensity exercise. Mm-hmm. Technology is amazing, isn't it, Chalanga? Technology is really amazing. We <laughs> should uh, tell LeBron James to just go on some walks. You should, honestly, honestly, more people should just try it. It's, it's the key. So many of the solutions to all of our problems are very low tech. That's what we found over the years. Maybe that's why he's in LA, so he can do long walks on the beach. And there's also low impact because of the sand. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Dr. Chet. Uh, Our next question is about the Wolves' very own Andrew Wiggins. Uh, He's got a problem with uh, showing intensity and aggression on the court. He sort of disappears and and floats off to the side, and you can be watching him and forget that he's even on the court. He can forget that he's on the court. That's the real problem, Dr. Chet. So what, what do you suggest for Andrew Wiggins to help fix his level of aggression and intensity when he's on the basketball court? So, correct me if I'm wrong, we want to make him more aggressive? Precisely. Hmm. We want to make him so angry at the other team that he has to get down the lane. Okay. Well, I would say we... Hmm. It sounds like you need to find a way to just really have him constantly pissed off. Maybe we could go through his house and remove the batteries from all of his fire detectors? Fire alarms? Fire detectors. I was thinking remove the batteries from his Xbox controllers. There you go. Then he has no outlet. These are good. He he really loves Call of Duty. And we could write a note on it and, and just say, each time we do it, we could just say, this uh, sincerely LeBron James when he's playing the Lakers, or sincerely... <laughs> You know, whoever the next opponent is, and that would just keep him in a constant state of frustration. Mm, mm. I'm wondering if there's some sort of suit that he might be able to wear or some sort of gear he could wear on the court that could raise his level of aggression or irritation. Is there anything technologically available like that? Would you, is, of course, okay, League so approved would, as well. Would adrenaline be considered a performance enhancing drug? I'm not sure what's on the PED list. I did read a list of them out um, for one of our podcasts. Okay. So we should just get this guy one of those auto injectors that you can wear. It'll always give him a high level drip of pure adrenaline. So the entire time he's out on the field, it's just like a Bane level toxin fueled rage. Dr. Chet, are you insinuating that you possibly have some pills from the movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper <laughs> down in your Bahamas laboratory? Those are those are for private use. Um, we haven't done enough research on those. Uh, I would never imply that on uh, on a public podcast. Off the record, this is off the record. We've stopped all of the recording devices that we're using right now. No longer recording. Are you able to give Andrew Wiggins a lifetime supply of those pills. 100% absolutely yes. That was off the record though, right? That's what we'd love to hear. Uh, totally off the record, that won't be heard by any people. Maybe 20. Maybe that's tops. 20 what tops. Is your, what is your viewership? Or listenership? 20. 
Yeah, about 20. 20. Yeah, we'll be okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get anywhere. Don't worry. That's not going to end up on Bleacher Report. I'm really worried about it. 20 people. <laughs> that's, that's a very subcritical mass as far as that becoming viral. Thanks, Dr. Chet. Well, it hurts, but... You don't have to be rude about it. <laughs> uh, our next question is about uh, finals MVP and recent superstar Kawhi Leonard. He's been having a recurring injury with his quad, and... He is sitting out back-to-back games. He, he he never plays back-to-backs because it's been a chronic quad issue. Mm. Uh, so we're just wondering how, how he can fix this quad issue so that he can be on the court and, and play more games. Bionic limbs. Have you seen those like robot pants that you can, they give to people in the military and they can carry around a bunch of weight and it reduces all their stress, like stress on their joints? They're making them way faster so we can get a really, really high-quality leg exosuit and he won't ever use a quad again. I love this. Is that allowed? The other thing that I, it's not against the, I don't think it's in the CBA. Is there a so cyber Check the CBA. Section? I don't think there's a cyberonics section. So there's that the guy CBA. right now who's in the Olympics who he had the, the leg blades. You remember that controversy? Oh, yeah. Is there anybody in the NBA who has any kind of prosthetic, prosthesis? No, no. But. There should be. There should be. And we can, we can use the same excuse as the, they did in the Olympics. Like, hey, this guy's had a really tough time. Do you really want him to not be able to participate in the thing that he's been looking forward to his whole life? Are you going to be the one to take away his dreams? Just shame them. <laughs> shame them into making letting, Ka- letting Kawhi use this. This reminds me of the incredible documentary that I saw the other, the other day. It's called iRobot with Will Smith. He had a bionic arm placed <laughs> inside of his arm. Did he Did he end up is being this... partially robotic? Was that part of the movie? Yes. I shouldn't say oh movie. I should say Will Smith is part robotic. Will Smith is part robotic, and it was in the documentary. Huh. That explains a lot of things. Uh, they should really call that movie He-Robot. <laughs> or Kawhi-Robot. So Kawhi is going to get a pair of those bionic legs that they they have for military use. Yeah, or you could or you could you could remove one of his legs and make it like one of those blade legs. But it's his quad, which is the top half, so you'd have to remove the whole leg. There's no way to attach a bottom half of a leg to a mechanical top half of the leg than to your uh, hips. So a, a, a human knee. Come on, Doctor Chet. On a mechanical thigh and hip. Yeah, you're supposed to be a genius. We, so no, no one's thought of that yet. Honestly, you guys should probably try and license the IP before that. Gets Why out. did we even have him on? You guys we, should talk to your legal team before you release this, because that's honestly a good idea. We, yeah, we should be the robotic scientists here, Chilanga. I guess it's really not as hard as it sounds. That's amazing. Well, Doctor Chet, we have a few, a couple more questions for you, and hopefully, you can really wow us with some of these answers. Uh, our next one is about Stephen Curry. Uh, We've all heard of him. He recently broke his hand. He went up for a layup. He fell and landed on his hand, and then a big old guy landed on it, and it's broken. His first metatarsal, I believe, or second? No, second metatarsal is his pointer finger. Yes. What is it? Is it metatarsal? Uh, Might as well be. And we're wondering if there's any way he's out for several metacarpal. Thank you. He's out. Tarsal's the foot. Yeah, tarsal. I was thinking pedophile was the foot. Pedotarsal. Pedotarsal. He is going to anyway. be out for several months. He's hoping for a spring return. We're wondering if there's any way to fast track that return and, and maybe speed up the healing process of that broken hand. So like one of, the, one of those like Harry Potter bone replacement potions? 
Yeah, but taking it out of the world of the magical and into the world of science. Okay. Okay. Just general science, or do you want a robotic solution, or both? Well, we we want we want your solution, your specific solution that okay. you would work on in your laboratories. Okay. Well, I would think something like some sort of injectable bone concrete. You could like go under the skin and coat the bones. The bone would even have to heal. You just reinforce it, and you'd have a double strong bone, kind of like um, oh, kind of like Wolverine. Yeah, metal. that's what I was thinking. Do you have any? Do you have any spare adamantium? Well, we could probably just use titanium. That's bio neutral. My question with that is, how would it I affect it. his shot, and and would it affect his speed at all, having his body full of metal? <laughs> yeah, you know, titanium is pretty lightweight, but uh, it might be pretty stiff. And I guess you're right. We're not trying to make him. He'd be, he'd be able to punch through hard objects much better with this upgrade. But I don't know how it affect his shot. So maybe what we want to do is stitch together the old bone. Uh, in which case, maybe you could have some kind of some nanite that would go in and dissolve the bone on a on a molecular level, and then reform the calcium links between bone segments, so you could heal it in, I imagine, hours instead of years or not years, months. That's my solution. Wow, I love this. Have you tried that on on rats? On any of your rats? Um, we've started to experiment with doing something like that, but as of yet, it's just uh, consumed their flesh. Let's try it. Let's put those nanobots inside a curry and see what happens. Do you think he needs flesh to make shots? I don't think that that's in the CBA. Chalanga, read the CBA. Make sure that you don't need flesh. I just read the CBA, and there are no, no there's no mention of flesh whatsoever. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we can try that. Perfect. Do you guys have contact with Steph and his his family to get approval? I have contact with his twin brother, Anthony Tolliver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, pitch it. We're, we're working 24 hours down in the, down in the Bahamas, so wow. have them stop by. The party never stops. Okay, so for this last one, we're going to need to involve not only genetic technology, such as biotechnology, we might have to invoke time technology. We're going to have to go back in time to save this man's career. Hmm. That's a tricky one. So, Bill Walton, one of the greatest big men of all time, had a bad back and bad feet. And because of these injuries, he was unable to play out a full career. But what we got out of it was one MVP and one finals MVP. How can we turn one of the greatest NBA what-ifs into a great NBA what-was? Can we make him a new—can we just clone him and make him a new body? Or does it have to be the original body? Chalanga, can you read the CBA and see what they say about cloning? Okay, I'm checking the CBA now, and I'm not seeing any clone clauses. So I think whatever would be most efficient for you scientifically. Yeah, you could grow him a new body. That would take, obviously, how old is he now? How old was he at the time of his peak? 20-something? Uh, probably like 24, 25. So it would take about 25 years. Or the other solution, which is a little more complicated, that I've heard. So the trick with time travel is that it's really easy to travel forward in time. All you have to do is move because the theory of relativity means the faster you're moving, the faster you slip through time. Obviously, that's super simplified. But the only idea that I've heard so far of the ability to go back in time is you have to create a black hole where in the core of that black hole, I believe time technically stops at that moment. So then if you create another black hole in the future... If you could somehow link those two and travel through them, you would come out of the second one, or the first one that you created at the time that it was created. But that only allows you to travel so, back in time to the point that it was created. So we'd have to travel back to a black hole that was created 
before his back was injured and then try to find a way to get back to earth from there. That's going to be tough. But doable. But I believe in you, Dr. It might be worth it. Will he really be the best of all time? He would have a chance. I mean, he was looking like Magic Johnson combined with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That sounds like pretty high-octane stuff. Yeah, that's that's good. Well, then you have your mission cut out for you. You're just going to need some intergalactic traveling space vessels that have the ability to move in and out of the event horizon of a black hole, and you should be set. Do you think that could create some budgetary issues at Nukem Labs down in the Bahamas? Uh, yeah, I don't think we'd be able to fund that, but the NBA has okay. hecka stacks. We'll have to look into Adam Silver for that one. Yeah, if you can, again, try to put us in contact, because if they can fund it, we can build it. That's our motto, actually. If you can fund it, we can build it. Do you mind if I pitch our lab for a second? Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, Chet Newcomb's Labs, down in the Bahamas. If you can fund it, we can build it. That's the whole pitch. Oh, so it's just the same thing as what you just said. Uh, Yeah, but official. Oh, okay. Thank you, Dr. Chet. Thank you, guys. That was was a blast. Thanks for having me on. Oh, my God. Yeah, I feel like I, I learned a lot. We came up with a lot of really great ideas to, you know, help out these NBA players. Yeah, you guys are definitely a, a talented team of brainstormers. So I, I love talking about this technology with you. If you guys ever want to come down and visit, let me know. Um, you're always welcome. You know what? We might have to visit next summer when our friends with the Timberwolves are going to come back down for Bahama Wolves Part 2. That's right. We'll all go down together. All right. Thank you, Dr. Chet. Be well, my friend. Safe travels. Thank you all very much. Peace. So that was great. We're going to talk about the Timberwolves last night. I was at the Houston game, unfortunately. Uh, it really sucked, Dylan. It was not a fun game to watch. I had to shut it off. I'm going to be honest. Yep. The Rockets beat the Timberwolves 125-105. to 105. You know, at first, when it started, I I was really excited because... The Timberwolves were just eating up the Rockets on the glass. They were, the Rockets were without Clint Capella, so they were starting Tyson Chandler and Isaiah Hartenstein was coming off the bench. Uh, and the the rebounding battle was being dominated by the Wolves. Uh, the Rockets were able to stay in the game because they were shooting lights out from three. Um, and for most of the first half, the Wolves had the lead, and they looked like the team that was in control. Um, it started... James Harden was not getting foul calls right away. He was not hitting shots right away. And so I thought this could be it. This could be a Wolves win. Unfortunately, Harden really Shooter's heated gotta up. shoot. <laughs> and he ended up scoring 47 points, I believe. 49 points. Season high. On, uh, on 41 shots, though, which is not great. But that is... Pretty uh, classic Harden there. It's a classic Harden performance. Well, and I told you before the game, you were like excited because you're like, oh, no, Clint Capella, Cat's going to eat him up. And you're like, oh, no, Westbrook, this is going to be great. They're not going to have a second option. I'm like, that's the perfect thing for James Harden. James, That's all James wants is just to run a team by himself as if no one else is on the court. Yeah. You know, it also didn't help that Chris Clemens came through with a 19-point performance, going 5 of 9 from 3. I don't even know who Chris Clemens is. But he's going to get open looks because no one knows who Chris Clemens is. He went to Campbell University. What the hell? Who is this guy? So we couldn't survive uh, the James Harden onslaught. And I think a big part of that 
I mean, defensively, we did what we could. He only went to the line. He only took 11 shots from the line, which is pretty good for James Harden. I mean, that's that's his average. He's like a 10 or 11 shots per game type of no, guy. No, not bad. Not bad at all. But it was clear that offensively, the Wolves were missing Andrew Wiggins. Turns out we need him, Dylan. It was also clear defensively that the Wolves were missing Josh Kogi, as you were saying last night. Right. Although there was another great block against Harden. Keita Bates-Diop coming up with that I huge see block. That. that was nice. But I think the bottom line is James Harden, he might not be better or more efficient without his star players, but he's going to mitigate the losses of those guys on offense. Right. Exactly. But yeah, the Wolves didn't have someone who could score late. No. The second half was horrible. How much did we get outscored by in the second half? Uh, it was tied, or maybe the Rockets were up by... We were losing by two. By two. 18 points. One, yeah, 18 points. We were outscored 61-43 to 43 in the second half. Yikes. 43 is unacceptable against a Rockets team that is probably the second worst defense in the league to the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Maybe the third to the Washington Wizards, which also was a horrible game. That was probably the worst game we played all year, the Wizards game. Yeah, you know what? It was really embarrassing. We could not score. Carl Anthony Towns, you know, didn't show up when he needed to. I mean, he had how many points? 36? He had 27 and 15 and zero God. assists last night. The zero assists, that's big. He, If he's not going to be scoring outrageous numbers, he needs to be assisting. Well, and especially when your second leading, well, I don't know if he's our second leading assist guy, but Andrew Wiggins is out, who is averaging three and a half. We need someone to make up for that. Jake Lehman's not going to make up for that. He had two on the night. Travion Graham, sure as heck, is not going to make up for that. Jarrett Culver wasn't there doing anything. You know, at I mean, first, he, he, he had a great first half. He had 13 points in the first half, Jarrett Culver did. And I thought, man, if he can score 20-plus this game, the Wolves could win. He could be the difference maker. And then he came out in the second half and did not make a shot. It's too bad. Yeah. But I do. Have, I still have confidence in him. Yeah. The one player I want to talk about that I have no confidence in and honestly has no right being on the court with the rest of the Wolves is Keelan Chris Clemens Martin oh yeah Dylan he was so bad yeah I mean it's not like he was that great in summer league he was just knocking down open shots right and he took he he played 16 minutes went one of six from the field he came on and the first thing he did was foul James Harden on a on a fast break and sent James Harden to the line for the first time and then the Wolves immediately called the timeout and the coaches went over and talked to him and they were like, whoa. And then Travion Graham was giving him some pointers like, hey, man, chill. Rough outing for uh, Keelan Martin. Yeah, especially when Travion Graham's trying to give you advice. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I guess defensive advice is fine, but I don't know. Travion Graham's not playing that well himself. How, what, how many shots did Travion Graham take last night? It looked like he took about six threes at least. He took five threes and ten shots total. He went one of five from the three-point line. Terrible. I never want to see Travion Graham shoot a three again. That was like a good three-point outing for him in comparison to the most recent games. Yeah, well, what is he, 17% on the season or something like that? I mean, he is just bonk from three. Yeah, that is not going to do it. But one nice thing about the game. 
is that Jake Lehman scored 21, had five rebounds and two assists. Yeah, Jake Lehman has really grown on me. He's really impressed me. He's really hot or cold shooting, but it's really nice when he shows up and and has a good shooting game. And what he's always going to give you is effort and intensity. But Chalanga? Yes. Now we have two Jazz games left in this uh, little stint, this last four-game stint that we were talking about. And it looks like the Wolves are going to go 0-4 since the last time that we talked. Ugh, I'm hoping that we can get one of those Jazz games. If we can get one of those Jazz games, stay above 500, that would be a blessing. Um, but my confidence in this team is waning. Maybe I'll be re-inspired once I see Andrew Wiggins back on the court. Come back, Andrew. We miss you. Save us. All right, that's good. And uh, I think that's all I got on the game. I want to move on to our newest segment, our newest recurring segment, our 30 in 30. Nobody's got time to do all 30 teams in a podcast. Uh, We don't have... Except us. Yeah, except for us, because we do 30 teams in 30 seconds. Dylan is going to rattle off the teams, and I'm going to give my Spitfire takes on each of the teams. Dylan, are you ready? All right, so Chalenga, the last time we did this, I got it done in two minutes and 47 seconds. And I did not just make that up, if you were wondering. I actually counted it out from our last podcast. All right. Can you beat that? I think I can beat it. teams in 30 seconds. I think I can beat it. I have not thought about this at all prior. So it's going to be real gut takes. Three, two, one. New York Knicks. Uh, New York, stick your basketball team somewhere else because you suck. Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Giannis is still fucking around and killing everyone. Brooklyn Nets. You have to go faster. Ah, shit. Uh, more Jared Allen, please. Pacers. Oh, man. That's all I got. <laughs> Philadelphia 76ers. What's wrong? Cleveland Cavaliers. Tristan Thompson is bunk. Toronto Raptors. Wow. I'm impressed. Bulls. Uh, Kobe White, not so bad. Pistons. That team is a trash fire. Celtics. Uh, They're going to miss Gordon Hayward more than they think. Miami Heat. Uh, They are going to be the second seed in the East. Trailblazers. Uh, Carmelo Anthony is going to be most improved player. Hornets. Devontae Graham is God. (laughs) Oklahoma City Thunder. So much worse than I thought they would be. Magic. Uh, uh, Markel is uh, looking legitimate. Wolves. Uh, Andrew, come back. Hawks. Uh, Trey Young for MVP. John Collins should be traded. Jazz. Mike Conley looks better. Wizards. Uh, Brad Beal is awesome. Nuggets. Uh, Come on, Michael Porter. Warriors. Uh, Who? Rockets. Oh, man. The beard. Mavs. Pordingus. Kings. Um, Jaeger, come back. Grizzlies. Uh, They might make the playoffs. Spurs. They won't make the playoffs. Clippers. Uh, They're worse than I thought. Pelicans. They are way worse than I thought. (laughs) Suns. Uh, Booker for MVP. And my Los Angeles Lakers. Ooh, LeBron knows no time. That was was slow. 30 and 30. 
Actually, two minutes and 23 seconds. I actually don't know how long mine was. I'm going to have to go back and count it. Oh, but that come was two on, minutes Dylan. and 23 seconds. Let's hope we can be. I bet I did faster. I bet that, you did though. too. That's tough though. Wow. I uh, I think I probably said some stuff that I'm going to regret in that, but who cares? Uh, but you won't regret the poor dingus. No. Uh, you might regret Carmelo. <laughs> I said Carmelo Moser proof player. I'm all in. Whatever. I'm going to be Spurs all in on Melo every make time. The playoffs. Ooh, That's I don't think they one. will. We'll see, though. Thank you for listening to the Coast to Coast NBA pod. We appreciate you. Don't forget to follow us on the socials, on Twitter at Coast to Coast NBA, on Instagram at Coast to Coast NBA pod. Send us an email at Coast to Coast NBA pod at gmail.com. Tony B, you know what you did. Tony B. Uh, Please download, subscribe, and leave us a rating and review. Thank you to those of you who have. Uh, but we should have 20 ratings and reviews because we have at least 20 listeners. So if you haven't done it yet, so true. Please do Shlenka, it. Shlenka, we missed our 50th episode. Our 50th episode was the last one I just put out. Whoa! Congratulations Damn. to us. Congratulations to us. Well, we'll do a big celebration on our next episode, our 52nd episode, and uh, hopefully uh, you guys will enjoy that. Um, I got myself a cake. Dylan, did you get yourself a cake? I don't eat cake, but I got myself a gluten-free vegan cupcake. You are so L.A. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. That's a joke, guys. <laughs> Have a good night or day. Bye. Good night, Chandler. Love you. Bye.